This is Coach Lee, and in this video, I'm going to talk about your ex's journey back to you. Take just a quick second and click the subscribe button below so that you can be notified when I have more videos on relationships, mindfulness, breakups, marriage, and success in life. So I talk about the mind of your ex and what your ex goes through after they've broken up with you in quite a few of my videos. In fact, I have a video entitled, What Your Ex Is Thinking during no contact, which is something that I strongly suggest you use if someone has broken up with you. If you want this person back, it's helpful to know what's going on in their head, what journey they are taking, since if you're in no contact, you're not interacting with them, and it's not good for you to stalk them on social media, because if you want them back, it will hurt to see what's going on, especially if there's some negative things because sometimes some negatives have to happen. Sometimes they actually have to even interact with other people who they might think they're romantically interested in in order to realize they truly love you, how wonderful you two are together, how different you are from other people, and for them to want to get back together with you. As I've mentioned in other videos, I'm well aware of the temptation and the desire to want to get involved, to want to reach out, to want to try to force the situation back to what you want. That's very natural. Don't get onto yourself or don't be too confused at your own desires when you realize that I keep saying, don't reach out, don't take action, don't try to make them come back, don't try to reattract them. Trying, at least when your efforts are visible and tangible, is when you actually can push them away in certain stages, which I will talk about. Now, of course, if you're in a relationship together, completely different. That's when you should be pursuing each other. You should be good to each other. You should be communicating to each other. That's when your feelings should not be a big mystery, maybe occasionally, but when there's been a breakup, you actually need to do things so that your ex can learn your value again, so that they can appreciate you again and realize what's really going on if they break up with you. And so I encourage you to give them the breakup. Some people, after they've been broken up with, will try to actually keep the relationship going by contacting this person, by interacting, being involved, trying to get them back. They want to stay a part of this person's life because they think that's how they'll get them back, but actually it's not. And if you don't give them the breakup and you do those things, they don't get to experience the breakup and it's like you're still together while they don't want to be. And that's the problem because they feel like they are trapped and the prisoner always wants to escape. We'd much rather it be that they realize their prison is without you. So without further ado, let's get going. In my other videos, you've heard me talk about the relief stage which is one of the most painful to observe, especially if you have to see them at work, see them at school, you see them out, you see them on social media, you hear from well-intentioned friends, or you ask your friends, which I strongly recommend you do not, and that you do not get them involved because they will overestimate their ability to help you, and they will probably meddle, they will probably even talk to your ex on your behalf, thinking that they are helping because they are such experts in human relationships, and they will mess things up for you. No, your situation is not the exception. Please believe me, because I've been at this for a long time. True, I get carded a lot because I look like I'm in my 20s, but I've been doing this for a long time, and I've seen thousands of cases, and your friends and family will usually mess things up, 
and push your ex away. I have lots of stories on that that I get into in my emergency breakup kit, which you can find at myexbackcoach.com. That's myexbackcoach.com. And I also talk about it in other videos. Your friends and family will mess things up. Keep it to yourself or to people who certainly have no way of contacting this person and have sworn a blood oath not to. But oftentimes people observe that their ex seems relieved, almost like they're glad to be broken up. And at the start they are. They're relieved to have gotten this awkward, painful situation seemingly over with. They didn't want to hurt you unless they're a really bad person in which you're better off without them. But they didn't want to hurt you. And so they got over the hump. They did what they thought they had to do and what they think they want. And now they feel like the easy part is ahead. But our goal, if you want them back, is to show them it's actually not easy, but it's difficult, that they see and want you back. And that is why it's so important that you leave them alone and let them experience the relief because it will go by faster and they will start to realize this is not the paradise I thought it would be. Life without this person is actually not what I thought it would be. But they have to have the relief first in order to reach the next part of their journey, which is the adjustment. They're adjusting to life without you. They're adjusting to what they thought they wanted and realizing this didn't work out quite like I thought. Lonely nights are not quite what I thought. Other people are not quite who I thought they were. And their memories resurface events, places, times, love, romance that you two shared. So it's very important that they have that contrast between relief and realization, that they adjust into realization of their new experience without you. People often ask how long these things last. In my other video called Stages Your Ex Goes Through During No Contact, people will ask how long is the relief period? As I've said before, your ex is not a math problem. People are not math problems. And so I can't say that it lasts 12 days, 4 hours, and 32 minutes, though I wish that I could because I know that's what you want to hear. It can last a short amount of time to a long amount of time. And no, I don't mean years. Usually it's only potentially up to a month or two. Usually it's less than that. Usually it's quite a bit less than that. But again, I've observed so many different situations that I have seen quite a few things. And so just understand that you don't need to be looking at all of this through a microscope. It will drive you crazy if you're trying to see, well, where are they? What stage are they in? What part of the journey are they in? Because if you are close enough that you can tell, you're probably breaking no contact. Don't go there. If you love this person and want them back and they broke up with you, unless you need to communicate sorrow that you did something or that you hurt them very badly and they feel betrayed and you need to clear the air, you need to back off and give them the breakup so that they can get into the realization part of the journey so that they can have that adjustment and see that this is not perfect like I thought it was. And in that way, stay with me on this part, the breakup becomes a letdown because they were probably expecting that you would intervene, that you would try, that you would push in there and beg and plead and not leave them alone. And so when that doesn't happen, it's anticlimactic. It's not what they were expecting. So they can only focus on that part, which is relief. But then when it's a letdown, 
and you're silent, the whole part becomes extreme as far as they had you and they lost you just like that and now what they thought would be a wonderful time isn't working out so much. Even if it's decent, even if there are some positives, like if you two are arguing a lot, the less you are involved with them, and ideally it would be absolutely not at all during this phase, during this stage, during this part of the journey, then you remove your ability to push them away, further frustrate them, annoy them, and you don't lower your attraction any more than it already is. And if they broke up with you, attraction had fallen. It could be intellectually or emotionally, usually not physically, unless you've changed an extreme amount. But usually if they were with you, then they were physically attracted to you. You passed the eye test early on, and that got the foot in the door for emotional and intellectual attraction. So usually that's the part, emotional or intellectual, that attraction fail as far as how your ex felt about you. So if it's low at the moment, if their attraction to you is low at the moment, you being around them only reminds them that it's low and brings it lower. You've got to back off. And I'm going to talk about, yes, there do need to be changes in order to fully revive attraction. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But the key here is you've got to stop digging the hole. You've got to stop making the situation worse. And for whatever reason, you were making the situation worse. I'm sorry to say that's got to be something you grasp and realize right now so that you can back off and keep that from happening and allow them to remember times when you actually attracted them, when things were actually moving up. And them gaining a new appreciation for you can be all that's needed. Sometimes that's really it. But other times there's changes you need to make, especially if you have something ongoing or if you did something and there just needs to be some time where the smoke clears and they can reflect and realize people aren't perfect and that they love you. So when they get to this point where they realize you mean a lot to them and they have messed up by leaving you because we're all imperfect. Yes, I know to some people an ex is an ex for a reason and you should never go back. It's ridiculous in terms of real life because none of us are perfect and sometimes we lose sight of things. Sometimes we go through things and sometimes we think we want a different future than we really want. And that's where relationships that actually have breakups can actually be far more powerful, stable, and long-term than relationships that don't. Why? Because that person learns what it's like to be without you and that they don't want it. So even if things go poorly in the relationship for a time, they know that in spite of that, when they're away from you, they miss you, they want you back. So they see their option as working it out, waiting it out with you even sometimes. It can be a powerful thing. And if you are wanting to get your ex to miss you, which you obviously do, you can't be there. And so that's another part of this journey is that they, once they've experienced realization, inside of that stage is that they will miss you. We have to have them get there. What else would their motivation be to come back unless they missed you? And sometimes that missing you state inside of their heart, inside of their mind, is what propels them, first of all, to look back at whatever happened that was negative, and maybe several things, at attraction falling in general, with different eyes, more eyes of love and they can see your value. And so that brings them to the next part of the journey, which is they want to test things. 
And this is important because a lot of people think that when your ex starts reaching out, well, it's over and you both ride into the sunset and things are wonderful and you will never have to go through this again and that you will both live happily ever after. It very rarely works that way. Usually, even if they seem very sure, they're testing things a little bit. But usually, they will approach you very casually, very passively. They won't just reach out and say, I have messed up so badly, please take me back. That does happen though, but it's rare. So don't expect it to be that way. Usually they test the water a little bit, partly because they realize what they've done and they think maybe you won't talk to them. It's like they're the prodigal girlfriend or the prodigal boyfriend in that they wonder, will you take them back? Are you even interested in that since I haven't heard from you? And that's part of what pulls them back a little bit towards you, but it's also going to be something that slows them down initially just because they want to test. What do they want to test? Well, they want to test you to see maybe if some of those changes were there and to see if you are interested, even open to talking, communicating, maybe getting back together. Even if you begged and pleaded at first, which a lot of people do, the silence, the no contact can still have it to where they're unsure of what you want, which is good. We don't want them totally sure. We don't want them sure either way. So don't go thinking, I'll tell them, don't ever contact me again. And I'm not interested in ever getting back together. And then they'll want me back. It's not going to work that way. Mystery is always more powerful than having the answer because we seek the answer when we don't have it. And so we want them to at least consider that you might not be ready or you might not be interested because that way they can feel the potential loss and realize they don't want the loss, that they don't want the breakup and they will now see the breakup as loss. And that's when your chances are highest that they will reach out to you casually. Usually it's casual. Sometimes it's very direct, apologizing, asking if you'll take them back. But most of the time it's a casual reach out. How are you doing? How's your week going? How did this go? Wanted to see what's up. Sometimes if you're dealing with a person who is a little bit younger and a little bit immature, they might just simply say, what's up? Which I get is not exactly what you wanted, but that's no reason to ignore them. I talk about that in a lot of my videos. Ignoring them will make them stop reaching out because who wants the rejection? They will think, well, I got my answer. He's not interested. She's not interested. Ignoring them serves no purpose if you want them back. And I'm aware that other coaches say to ignore them. They're wrong. They are wrong, wrong, wrong. They cannot be more wrong because when this person is reaching out casually, there's a reason for it. They aren't sure how you'll react. And so they want to kind of ease into it. They actually want to be respectful because they realize they probably hurt you a lot. And so they're coming from a more humble position. That's why it's casual. They feel like they haven't even earned the right to say, would you please take me back? They kind of feel like they have to earn that a little bit but it doesn't make sense for them to just reach out and do it. So give your ex a little bit of grace when they reach out. Don't stifle the momentum by ignoring them because usually it's once or twice and they're not gonna reach out again if you've ignored them. They just figure you're not interested and that it's over. And why take the rejection? Why be ignored? And then you're just kind of stuck. What do you do now? You have to be the one to reach out to them if you want any interaction, which is not the most attractive position to be in. So don't ignore them when they do reach out, when they are in this testing stage, when they are in this testing part of the journey. So don't ignore them when they do reach out, when they are in this testing part of the journey, because they're not just testing you, they're actually testing themselves as well to make sure that this is a legitimate feeling, that 
this is something that they will be able to do long term. This is not just where they say, oh, I was right about the breakup. So they're testing that as well. And if things move slowly, but still move, that's when they can actually know this is the right thing. This makes sense because they will be wanting a little more speed to it. They will be wondering about that, remembering things that you did maybe that were more intimate, kisses, things that are physical, trips you took, things you said. So there will be something in front that they are moving toward and they can feel like we haven't gone all the way back yet. If things move too quickly, sometimes it can be a little bit of buyer's remorse and it just happened too quickly. It wasn't earned and it can kind of send them back to where they were. So move slowly. Don't just take it all at once. Let you two grow together a little bit more because you should allow the two of you to regrow in this area because you should have some reservation. If they have broken up with you, if they blocked you on the phone, if they've acted like they didn't want to be with you, if they continue doing the things that hurt you, there should be some reservation. Naturally, not fake. Do not fake it. You should be a little reserved this person if you are focused inwardly and you are aware that you are strong and can stay away, which is what no contact proves, even though obviously that's not the total goal. But it is when you pass this test and your ex passes the test, and the two of you together pass the test, that you can reunite, which is the final part of the journey. But things don't end there. That's where the two of you certainly need to determine what happened. Now, I'm not suggesting necessarily that there has to be a long, drawn-out, detailed discussion of what happened, but there should be some. And you should also be aware of each other. And if you're falling back into some of those old habits, too much discussion of it is bad, not enough is bad. There should be some. Like I talk about in my emergency breakup kit, their journey back to you actually has difficulty. Because if it's not difficult without you, what is their motivation to come back? If you keep contacting them, you actually make it easier for them to get over you and move on, which surprises a lot of people. Most people think it's the opposite, that if they stop communication, it'll make it easier. But actually, if you stay in contact with them, they're still getting whatever fulfillment they got from you, even if they don't need as much or want as much, you're still doing that and you're showing them you will still be there. So you're taking away the potential for them to feel fear of loss. You are also removing their ability to actually experience the breakup, which is so important for them to have so that they can know they don't want it. So you must allow them to take the journey back to you. And the only way for them to be able to come back to you is for you to stay away from them, at least until they start moving back towards you. Click the subscribe button below if this video has been impactful for you and you will be notified when I have more videos that are like this about romance, love, and attraction. Click the notification bell so that you can be notified whenever I have a new video. You can also leave me a tip. I have a tip jar and a link to it below and you can leave me whatever you feel you received in value from this video. You can also honor me by clicking the like button if this video was helpful to you and you want to express your appreciation. This has been Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.